0: Special delivery. I need that.
1: Welcome to the Special Delivery Podcast. I am your host, Special, and on this show, I like to do one of two things. Either I'm delivering you brand new music that's dropped, or I'm sitting down with artists to break down their latest music, and that's what we're doing on this episode. Longtime friend of the show, Thurs, joined me to break down all his latest music, including all the features that he's done in the past year or so, with everyone from Anderson Pact to rapper Big Pooh, Nana, Davion Ferris, and so many more. Plus, we talked about his concert series, Party in My Living living room and what to expect from his upcoming album so let's get into it
2: hello everybody my name is thurs I'm from Inglewood, california here with miss special yes, yes yes chilling
1: thurs is here how are you I'm
2: good i'm good
1: man one of my favorite people in the world on this episode we're basically gonna play catch up you've done so many dope features worked with so many dope people in the past year or so and we just gotta get into all of them for sure we're gonna start with davion ferris Inglewood, so,
2: yeah. Tell
0: yeah. hey. that I'm from Inglewood, Do it well because I'm from England. My swag is on England. And my dad is on England. My brother's on England. Oh, 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 a king on that Queen street, my rock. Yeah. Basketball was like, to ball like I feel like that
1: one was pretty autobiographical for the both of you. Yeah. What was it like making that one?
2: Man, it was real cool. We initially met at this picnic that my boy organized for Re raise our kids. And uh, my boy, Bliff, rest in peace, he had introduced us. He was like, yo, man, you guys need to need to work. And I was aware of Davion just through his brother. I'm real cool with his brother, Sir, and uh, his other brother, um, D-Smoke. You know, that we've been in a few sessions together, and me and Sir done a lot of records together that haven't came out yet. Mm-hmm. But um, this event called Basin Trouble in Inglewood, and I see Davion perform a few times. I was like, oh, man, he's super dope. And always heard about his writing and um, everything that he was, that he's been doing. I never really got a chance to meet and chop it up with him. But at that picnic, we got to chop it up. Bliff ended up passing, and you know we were at the funeral. And like yo, man, we definitely got to link up and do something in honor of Bluff. And you know we had this record called Inglewood that you know Davion was working on. I was like, man, there's no better record to really represent for Bluff. So we did that. Yeah, did like an autobiography mm-hmm. of myself. Just mentioning a lot of different things that were dear to me when growing up in Inglewood, and a few friends that I grew up with. So that was a dope experience to you know reflect and put something down that you know live forever.
1: And yeah. it was so dope the two of you to come together, being from Inglewood, because I think yeah. with insecure and just all of these things happening that are dope for inglewood it's been like oh inglewood's the place to be now but it's like right. no to have two people from here really break it down and tell you about it i think that that's so important because we can already tell that the rent's gonna go up there it's, you know It's <laughs> gonna get a little gentrified so it's like we yeah. need people really from there to talk about it
2: for sure for sure
1: then we gotta get into follow the leader
2: yeah
1: mr rapper like big who do my- Let boys cook follow the leader follow the leader
0: Follow the leader, follow the leader. Everybody want that new, new, say that new, new, play that new, new, sure. that. new, new yeah. How about you? Uh. How you the Ellis, in the world without a passport? Y'all be on that back, back, for can't afford, no fork. silver silverware, silver line. At least you got to see how a nigga really eating here. I ain't up in no court, let some fool Pressin' on your ass. And my
1: car is so much fun, and it's in a way, it's not dissing, but it's like, hey, that's not me, and really being like. You guys could do that, but I'm not going to do that. What yeah. was it like making that one?
2: Man, well, first, shout out to Big Poo, man. That dude has looked out since, you know, I've really been doing this stuff. Since you and I doing, like, the Beautiful Day remix, Big Poo has always, you know, lended his vocals and just been a person showing love, man. Whether, you know, we were on the basketball court with him and Big Dog. <laughs> That's just funny, man. You just got to imagine Big Poo on the court, him and Big Dog. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's my guy, man. So him and Focus, they reached out to me to do the record, and I was more down, man. You know, Big Fool's you know a legend, you know. Um, so I would never say no to do anything with those guys, and you know, for him to have me on that record, that solely produced by Focus, who's another big homie of mine, you know, I was honored, and um, you know, they loved how it came out so you know the response to it has been really positive so yeah man it's just a family situation a family affair and i'm glad they had me on there
1: and that album the whole thing is so good
2: yeah like,
1: man so for you to be a part of that like we were excited like oh shit, this this is so good and damn ooh, there's Thurs. like yeah. it, was, it was so so good No, thank you no problem then newcomer to me nana yeah. he released his project called nana zp he did no a song problems. called problems. You don't
0: want no problems oh no no problems mama say your prayers she know that devil plied on me every breath is priceless but i see it took for free mama say your prayers she hold her rosary for me Hope I see tomorrow and the Lord of Stairs agree. Woke up in the morning like damn, had a dream. A little
1: really- darker and aggressive, mm-hmm. but it feels necessary like sometimes you have to go there and it's still such a good sound and you're kind of like almost chanting while you're rapping like it's kind of takes over the listener in a sense like it really demands your attention
2: oh oh. what
1: was it like making that
2: one man Manana's the homie man um known him for a few years i have um, come to the studio a few times and do a lot of A lot of uh, records, It's like a little crew of rappers that I like to bring around, you know, him, Fat Ron, the homie Escrow. Yeah, I like their energy and, you know, their thoughts. I just like having them in the studio with me and creating with them. And uh, Nana has been, you know, pushing the ball on his efforts of being recognized as an elite MC. You know, he asked me to come through and do the chorus on that record. And, uh we just kind of built it up from scratch, man. And, you know, I love his voice. I love the content that he puts into his work. So, you know, anybody that's the homie like that, I'm always down to assist or do whatever I can to help, you know. And he's also rocked a party in my living room. He's, like, done some really good performances there. So, you know, all the family, man. I love working with the homies, man. You know, I feel like there's a relationship there. Those are the people that I want to work with, the people I have relationships with. So, shout out to Nana. Yes. Yeah.
1: Speaking of party in my living room, what you guys got coming up next?
2: Man, I definitely got to do L.A. L.A. is overdue. Just with the workload I've had in the past year, I was only able to do one party this past year in Chicago. And that went crazy. So I know next time I do L.A. it's going to be insane. Just so, it, you know, bringing all the homies back together, having the music out, the videos and, you know, just bringing it back for the city. But uh, also I have St. Louis coming up for the Mardi Gras out there, on March second. So that's gonna be really cool. Starting to put all that stuff together now, so it's gonna be exciting, man. And um, definitely looking back to traveling to Chicago and doing New York for the first time. So it's gonna be a lot of cool cities. Oakland, gotta bring it up to the Bay. You know, that's gonna be it's gonna be crazy.
1: Oakland, if you got a living room, we need it. Party yeah. in my living room. Tap in. Let's get this going. For sure. I don't have a living room, but I know somebody <laughs> does. We right. gotta make this happen. Right. With party in my living room, I know you've talked about it a lot, but for the people who are new to it, what was the idea behind that? How has it kind of grown? Mm. It's really your baby and such a dope experience. What was the idea behind it?
2: Man, I was always doing events in L.A. You know, since the college days, just doing shows, hip hop shows, doing a lot of parties. Um at LMU, throwing parties outside of LMU, and I was just able to tap in with the community of people and wanted to have a good time. So I continued to do that when I was managing this store in downtown, and I was doing work with Red Bull, helping to curate different things for Sound Select and um, put out an EP. And um, I wanted to just get more promo behind it. I wanted to use a grassroots approach. So I just implemented a lot of tactics that I was learning from the culture department and a lot of my experience with throwing events. And I was like, man, it'll be dope to just throw a house party and perform this record with my band in the living room and have a real party and do it in Inglewood for the first time. So that was the birth of it. Uh, That was in 2015. Um, I did four that first year. 2016 I did like 8 mm-hmm. 2017 I did like 10 and then I slowed up <laughs> for this past year just cause like every night I was in the studio I was going on for like 2 hours of sleep every day I was just you know focusing on the creative of you know making songs for this past year so I'm about to rev it up a little bit more you know I'm still gonna be in the studio but just trying to balance everything since I have a more focused idea of how I wanna present everything so you know a part of my living room is gonna be It's gonna make a big splash this year again.
1: Man, from 2015, it feels like it was just a couple months ago, but it's like, man, that's that's four years, that's dope. We're so excited for more of them. But I mean, even just within this episode, we're learning all this work that you've been doing this past year that we've actually heard on top of this stuff that we haven't even heard yet. So it's like, no, it makes sense. The fact that you even did one last year is incredible because it's like, (laughs) you've been working, it's nuts. That leads us to Introverted.
0: Yeah. How bullion make you feel like you was in the cell Underwater dissolving all my emotions like a pill, trying to kill my pain and all my ills. All the thrills is gone, all the scales been shown, all the venom ejected paralysis got my Con right and
1: next. them joints dropped a project called Pure Intentions. Mm-hmm. The song introverted. What was that like linking up with them?
2: Man, Khan, uh, that's my guy, man. He's from Maryland. Uh, joints is from Compton. Khan is Dem Joints artist. And we were doing a lot of work together, you know, uh, over at Aftermath. We did a few records, a lot of records, actually. And uh, those two made it onto their project uh, on the song Introverted. Uh, it's just kind of like giving you a perspective that we were kind of sharing at the time where we kind of were detached from everything that was occurring outside of like our little space. We almost felt like introverts detached from the normal goings ons in society and, you know, growing from different things that we used to do and almost puts you in a position where you feel you're growing and you can't do the same things you did in the past and, you know, that relationships might change with people who don't share the same mind state. So we're just reflecting on that in that record and i love how it came out and then we did another cool one on there what, what was that one called again rain rain i love yeah. rain mm-hmm. yeah rain is really cool Uh those records happen around the same time and they got like a really good reception and um they work crazy man they do a lot of different shows in one day so i was just seeing how they work and just taking different things learning different things but Yeah, I'm just learning from everybody. Those are the homies, man. And, you know, they helped me out a lot.
1: Yeah, Yeah, I feel like that project is such a coming-of-age project. I agree. Now we got to talk about Oxnard. Right. Anderson Pack, incredible album. You had additional vocals on Mansa Musa.
0: Yeah. Cal, you a Hogwarts? Tell you anything, you'll the peace. You don't really want war. the just some call for. Now I'm back on my bullshit.
1: I got some Illustrate that for us, cause man oh man, that oh, project, man. that track just so good.
2: Man, Anderson is a genius, man. I've been a fan of him for a long time, since the breezy Lovejoy days. And um his live show is incredible. It's nothing like him playing the drums and singing and his band just being in tune with him. So been a fan of that guy for a minute. I love the No Worry stuff. That's probably my favorite stuff. You know, him and knowledge. Love that album, Yes Lord. It. Uh, it's actually in my CD player right now, stuck. My CD player stopped working. <laughs> Can't draw those cars no more with CD players, man. It's 2019 now. <laughs>
1: at least it got stuck on a good one, though. Yeah. He got lucky.
2: Yeah. You know, I was, I was been over at Aftermath for like the past year, and then Anderson, he's an Aftermath artist. So while I was working on different records with Dre, AP was in there just, you know, tidying up his record. Did this song with Dr. Dre. Me and my boy Black wrote it with Dre. We're just having fun with it, you know, playing with the concept of Mansa Musa. Um, Drake kind of geared or steered the direction of the verse, and me and him just bounced ideas of where to take it, and it came out pretty crazy. He laid his vocals, and then Anderson loved it so much that he wanted to put it on his project, so that was incredible. I didn't even expect it to be on Oxnard, but he killed it. You know, I love how Oxnard came out, and anything in the future that Anderson's going to do is going to be even on a higher level because he's a workhorse and he like you know puts out so much great content so it's going to be real cool
1: yeah, i love it now Amir and professor h's circle yeah i love the story behind this one they really are working towards a live hip hop album inspired by 70s jazz and soul paying homage to the aesthetic and sample based grit and color of the beat scene yeah. like concept on top of concept it's beautiful what was that like goodness gracious
2: man those guys are really cool man uh tamir he was actually my first band (laughs) so he used to be the percussionist in my band i met professor h initially with Glenn Gonda, my first engineer, over at SAE and True Studios. So just, you know, knowing them over the years and then, you know, knowing that they were coming together to do a project, I was excited and they hit me up. This is like a while ago, too, when we were really really going in on this. They hit me up to come to Red Bull Studios and uh, they had it locked down for like a week. So I just came in for like a day and they were just throwing records at me and I was like, all right, you know, I can write that, I can do that.
0: Broken promises broken hearts broken glass a champagne trying to celebrate a broken past praise to that most how they pieced me back my butter fingers were faithful for how I broke my fast trying to abtain from alcohol and ass in a house of broken skin I just
2: did like two or three records with them like in a few hours you know the room was really cool everybody was excited so that was the first record they're here now um that was the first record that we did and then another record called naima that was pretty crazy
0: Pandora's box. Now tell me what we gonna see. Responsibilities a shadow stuck to my foot in the light, impossible to leave. Might as well roll up my sleeve, might as well roll up this weed, might as well cough up a reel. But she here Naiva follows as a reaction. I made it name got me singing.
2: And um, yeah, just the vibe of it was really soulful, really dope. I love what they're doing. And uh, yeah, they're putting their heart into it, and you know they're really invested. So those are the homies, man. Just like I was saying earlier, you know anybody I got that relationship with, always down to you know assist and collaborate and all that stuff.
1: Yes, yes. And then your album. Yeah. Don't want to apply too much pressure, <laughs> but what do you want to tell us about your upcoming album?
2: Um, it's crazy, man. Like <laughs> I don't have a title. I've been putting out titles for a while, and it's just stuff just keeps evolving and evolving but i'm going to just let the music speak for itself and you know let all the content and the events kind of just all tell the story that it's supposed to tell but i'm definitely excited definitely grown and evolved definitely like my presence my vocal presence on records um excited for people to hear the new stuff And uh, the new ownership of, you know, my voice and these ideas that I'm going to be displaying on new records. So it's exciting. It's exciting, man. Um, Definitely can't wait to perform some of these records. But yeah it's, basically, it's gonna be a good year
1: I love the evolution though because I think a lot of artists they tie themselves to things and they don't know how to kind of stop and be like oh no like you could have put out the album title and then made yourself stick to it and didn't really go through the stages of evolution and let it kind of be what you're letting it be now so I think it's so important for you to take that step back and be like oh no it's not titled that anymore and that's okay that evolution is so exciting to us as listeners to be like no we want to know how you really feel maybe a little bit of how you felt then but don't force it like we want to see just how you feel so i think that's dope that's right anything else you want to tell the people
2: man nothing nothing's on my mind right now okay. nothing's on my mind i just been writing treatments mm-hmm. writing down all these different ideas and concepts because it helps with the songwriting and it just helps with the visual presentation so mm-hmm. i've been working you know working working
1: <laughs> we're seriously so excited like the visuals that you've dropped in the past fucking 10 years you know what i mean have just been so dope and just seeing that growth so it's like see hear that you're writing treatments really is exciting like oof i cannot wait
2: thank you thank you
1: no problem just been such a dope friend since the college radio days and always making incredible music and always down to link i appreciate you thank you for coming by
2: thank you for you know keeping your eye on me keeping your ear uh, you know open to what i've been doing and you know giving me a platform to be heard by your peers and your fans so thank you appreciate you
1: no problem and thank you so much for checking out this episode if you enjoyed it make sure to hit that follow or subscribe button on whatever you're listening on and then reach out to me just say hi tell me what your favorite part was anything like that i'm on twitter at special says and on instagram it's at special says as well as always this episode is dedicated to marlin do what you can to stop senseless acts of gun violence